0: You're listening to Small Steps for Big Goals, the podcast for the new overwhelmed entrepreneur. I'm your host, Kate Carter, mindset coach and business mentor. This podcast is created for new entrepreneurs, business owners, and coaches who are feeling completely overwhelmed and is dedicated to showing you the small steps you can take in your business to get you big results. Together, we'll explore the small shifts you can make in your mindset, energy, and strategy, which will have the biggest impact on your success. If you're feeling like a misfit in the business world, then this is a podcast for you. Hello and welcome to Small Steps for Big Goss with me, Kate Carter. I hope you have had a lovely weekend. It is March when I'm recording this and it is ridiculously cold here. It really should be warming up, but we have got snow forecast for later this week, so that will be interesting. So I hope it's slightly warmer wherever you are um, and that you're feeling ready for the week on this Monday morning or whenever you're listening to this episode. Today I kind of want to just talk about the stories that we tell ourselves. So this is quite a mindset energy episode today we're going to dig into and I want to start by telling you a little story of what happened to us at the weekend. So we went home to my hometown of Eversham in Worcestershire, and. It was my nephew's 16th birthday, which was lovely. We got to see the whole family. We're very close. I'm one of three. Um, I'm the eldest, so I have two younger sisters. I also have a half-brother and half-sister, so we have quite a big family. And we met up with everybody at the weekend, just lots of conversations, just spending time with each other. And then we stayed over with my mum and dad's, and my mum is an amazing cook, so we always benefit from that. She did a fantastic roast dinner as always and she made sticky toffee pudding from scratch which was immense it was incredible and I thoroughly enjoyed myself so on the Sunday that's not the story by the way on the Sunday when I was just checking on the kids making sure that um then it wasn't they weren't causing too much mayhem around the house because obviously um Sophie and Jake are my two children And they love, 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 love spending time with their cousins. They get on really well with them, but they can have a tendency of just disappearing and then everything gets quiet. And if you know you're, well, if you are a parent, you know that when children get quiet, it's a scary time for all of us. So this had happened. I'd gone to explore just to make sure that they were okay. Sophie was upstairs with her cousin. They were playing hide and seek, which was obviously why they were so quiet at the time. Um, And so I just checked on them and walked back down the stairs. As I was walking back down the stairs, Sophie followed me. I think she was the one that was trying to hide. Anyway, I don't think she was doing it particularly quickly. But behind me, I heard this almighty bang as she just slipped down the stairs. Um, She didn't damage herself too badly, although she did slip down three or four on her back. Um, And obviously she'd winded herself, so she couldn't quite catch her breath. This has never happened to Sophie, bless her. And you could see the panic in her face as she was trying to catch her breath. And and she was trying to cry, trying to cough, trying to breathe, trying to do all of the things that at that time she was really struggling to do. And obviously trying to reassure her, make sure that she was OK. And it took a while for her to calm down. I'm talking probably about 45 minutes, to be honest. By the time she'd started to breathe properly again and she knew that she was OK, she was in quite a bit of pain in her back. So we just gave her a little bit of cowpaw just to help with that. And it took a while. And I kept thinking, this is this has gone on longer than I thought it would do. And she wouldn't leave me alone. And every time I tried to kind of gradually move away from her, she would cling and she would go, no, 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 just stay. And, I mean, you don't know Sophie, <laughs> but that's not very Sophie-like. Sophie's very independent. She's... um very strong-minded and strong-willed she knows exactly what she wants um as her cousins say Sophie's not scared of anything now obviously she is scared of things but that's how her cousins see her so this side of Sophie was really different it was I didn't really understand what was going on so obviously I stayed with her comforted her as much as I could and after those 45 minutes, she was she was fine. She bounced back. She was saying, I feel so much better, mummy. I'm fine. I'm happy. And she was for the rest of the day. It was fine. The reason I'm telling you this is because today when we were walking around to school, we were talking about the incident yesterday. And I was saying to her, but you were really, really upset, weren't you? And she said, yes. Well, she said, mummy, do you remember that story we read? And I was like, no, what story? She said the story about the sharks. Now, we obviously, as part of her sort of um, schoolwork and things, she brings home books for us to read together. And one of these books was a nonfiction book. It's a factual book about different animals. And obviously, the way that the author had written the book was in the style of enabling the reader and the young reader to see animals from a different perspective. So it was normalizing that actually sharks don't kill as many people as you think that they do and things like this. And she'd remembered this one story about the sharks and how sharks didn't kill. Like I just said, didn't kill as many people as you thought they did. The stairs did. And suddenly things clicked into place because she said, do you remember that story that we had where they said that sharks don't kill as many people as stairs do and that more people fall down the stairs and, and hurt themselves or die than they do through sharks? And I'm laughing because obviously I think it was just one of those things that I hadn't realised. And she, obviously, when she was falling down the stairs yesterday, this was playing out in her mind. And we talked about it through today. And it was one of the reasons she, she was really clinging. She was, even when she felt better and she wasn't hurt as much, why she wouldn't let me go? Because she genuinely thought there was a, a possibility that she was going to die. Um, and obviously that really had an impact on her emotions And on her actions during that 45 minutes where she was incredibly clingy and very unlike the way that she normally is. And I want to use this as a kind of segue into talking about the stories that we have about ourselves, because some of these stories that we have about ourselves are so ingrained in us that we that our behaviours and our actions are completely automatic from that trigger point so say for example um we have a story that um we've been told i'm going to use one that comes from me personally that you can never lose weight that was a story that you were told over and over again as a child it's a story that's really really resonated with you throughout your life and actually the more The more you experience, the more it cements the fact that you don't lose weight. So everything around you cements that belief that you can't lose weight. And that becomes such an ingrained story that it's then really difficult to take any action or to see anything in a different way, because that is such a fundamental belief that you have about yourself. And so you find that if you were really listening in, there will be thoughts going around your head as in, well, I don't know why you're going to try that, Kate, because it's never going to work because you're never going to be able to lose weight. And it may not be a very loud voice, but it may be a very quiet voice and it may be something that's constantly replaying in the background throughout it. And so that is going to affect for me. And this is something I'm just going through, kind of coming out the other side of. But it is definitely something that for a long time would dictate the workouts that I did or didn't do, the type of foods that I ate or didn't eat, the time, the amount of time that I would actually really give myself some compassion and self-care around food and nutrition and exercise because that that tape was playing on the back of my mind of, well, I can't really do this anyway. It's never really going to work. I can't do this. I'm never going to lose weight. And I kind of just want to support you in how this could be playing out in your business because I'm finding, you know, a lot of this is a conversation I'm having a lot with a lot of clients, and there's no shame in this because we all have them, we all have stories, we all have past experiences, childhoods, um, parents, family members, teachers who have told us different things over our lifetime that because of our reticular reticular activating system, which is the part of our brain that really does like to shine a light on things that we hold to be true. So, for example, um, if I didn't believe that I couldn't lose weight ever, then I would constantly be more aware of things that showed that to me. So um, I would be much more aware of times I put weight on, for example, or the amount of times I felt bloated eating food. I wouldn't necessarily see the other side of things, the times that I did lose weight or the times that I felt um slimmer it you know and things like that does that make sense i'm hoping so so the reticular activating system really does it is a way that your brain will consume things from the external world that matches up with what you already believe about yourself so if you believe something you're more likely to see it so the idea that i was always taught when i was doing my nlp course and my training was you know when you want to buy a new car you start to see that car everywhere because that car is suddenly very important in your life. And it suddenly becomes something that your brain needs to take note of. And it's going to be something that's big in your present life. The other one is if you've ever been pregnant, suddenly you see pregnant women everywhere because that's sudden, suddenly something that's become very part big part of your life. And it it's the same with the stories that we tell ourselves. If we have a belief about something, if we have... Um, or we think the same thing over and over again, we're more likely to see that in the external world, which then cements that belief even further. And so we have to be aware of that before we can change it. And I love, love, love supporting clients and seeing that the things that they're telling themselves on a regular basis are actually not truths. They are stories they've picked up from their childhood, from their experiences, and they are things that can be shifted Into a new belief, into a new thought pattern. Yes, it takes time, some more so than others, depending on where you are in your journey and what you're bringing to the table, so to speak, but it is absolutely possible. And I want to kind of support you in seeing what your stories are that you're bringing to business. We all have them. So, again, like I said, no shame, but is there any way that you can shed some light on those stories so that you can gain that awareness and start shifting them? One of the stories that I've heard from a couple of clients is around making money in their business and how difficult they're finding that, how difficult bringing money into their business is and they're getting frustrated and they're starting to resent it, okay? All absolutely normal, makes sense perfectly. And when we dig a little bit deeper in those stories, it's amazing how many of my clients have had reactions to, well, I'm never gonna make as much money in my business as I do in my nine to five or it's only going to happen if x y and z takes place it's only going to be possible if i get this particular offer out and it's it's successful and i get clients that way there seems to be this this sort of i'm going to call it an all or nothing mentality because i think most of you resonate with that but it, i'm not quite sure if that's that's the best description but we'll go with that for the moment and it is this idea that You have these thought patterns that are running the show that are telling you that it's never going to happen or it's only going to happen if certain things happen first. And obviously, you can see when we're saying it like this and we're breaking it down, you can obviously see how those thought patterns are going to stop you from earning the money you want to through through your business, because you're basically telling your brain, your reticular activating system, that you don't believe it's going to happen. And so you're going to see more things in your external world that cement that belief. And I want to invite you today is your small step to think about, is there any way that you can gain an awareness around those stories that you're telling yourself? So one of the ways that I like to support my clients through this is having time to reflect on your day, whether this be a daily or every couple of days or weekly whatever you can currently dedicate to and just think about what opportunities arose in that day that week whatever time span you're looking at what triggers were there how many times did you think that it wasn't possible that it wasn't going to happen that it would only happen if x y and z took place um and really just see it as a curiosity rather than a judgment piece and I've spoken about this before the moment we step into judgment is the moment we start beating ourselves up and we start coming up with those shoulds and have tos and need tos I want to kind of just take that out of the picture for the moment and really focus on the actual curious part of you that's going isn't it interesting that that happened isn't it interesting that when Somebody asked me what my prices were, I completely froze and I didn't want to have that conversation. Or isn't it interesting that when I had a free call with somebody, I didn't want to talk about my pricing or I didn't want to have that conversation? What's another example? Another example might be, isn't it interesting that when I was writing my sales post or when I was writing a promo post or when I was creating my sales pages on my website um, I found it really difficult to stay in it I wanted to go out and do different things and I didn't really want to write anything down all of those different those different examples are opportunities for you to gain a deeper awareness into yourself and your thought patterns and your beliefs about what that means now obviously Doing this with support is so much more useful because you've got somebody who can see the behind the scenes for you and see the wood for the trees, if you like. So they can see the bits, the gaps that maybe you may not be able to see because you're in it so much. But this is something you can do on your own as well to a certain degree. And just try, kind of gaining that awareness around those stories that you've got. Okay, so I am finding it really difficult to have conversations about my pricing. So what what could that mean? Could it mean that actually my pricing doesn't feel very good for me at the moment? Do I need to look at my pricing? Um, Am I telling myself a story that actually I'm not good enough to charge this amount? Okay, that's really good information to know. What can I then put into place to support me in thinking a different way of having a different perspective of shifting things so that I can see things in a different way? I'm hoping that makes sense. So we're coming at it from curiosity we're coming at it from is isn't it interesting we're coming at it from a that's great to know because we don't want to come up from a judgment of just to give you context we don't want to come up from this must mean I'm rubbish this must mean I can't do this Um, or that means yeah I can see that I'm doing that again I should be doing this instead so we want to avoid doing that should have to's need to's and we want to focus on that I'm really interested that this happened. And I think actually on retrospect or in reflection, it could mean that I'm a little bit scared about talking about my prices because I don't actually think I'm good enough. Or it could be that I don't wanna write that that sales post or that sales thing because I don't feel confident or I don't feel good enough, or I don't feel that at the moment, um, people are going to want to buy from me. And again, those, those things that we're bringing up there, there are stories. You are good enough. I know that without actually speaking to you personally, I know that you are good enough, just you being you. I know that you can bring something to the table in terms of if you're a service or a product-based business, I know that you can bring things to your clients and customers because you wouldn't be listening and you wouldn't be doing the work that you're currently doing if if you weren't able to and so just having that awareness about the triggers and your thinking around those and then the third step is I mean there's lots of different ways that you can do this you can start to bring yourself into neutrality so I like to play with the word yet I've spoken about this before so can you put the word yet onto something so I don't feel good enough yet for some of us that small shift is enough to take us out of that complete 100% 100 belief in that story into a more neutral perspective for some of us we may be further along our journey we can shift that entirely from actually I am good enough because so we can shift it completely so depending where you are in your journey you can start to bring yourself out of that belief you can start to to kind of get a neutral perspective and then you can start to shift and then that shifting enables you to do it time and time again so when that thought pattern comes up oh i've been here before actually i know i can do it because i am able to do this because i feel good about this pricing because so you can start to shift things and the more you do that the more you will start to see things in your external world that back that up because that's what the ras does in our brain so the more you tell yourself that this is possible for you that you can do this that it is going to work for you, the more you will see those opportunities and the more open you will be to opportunities coming at you in different ways. So I just want to share that with you today. Really quick one for me. I hope it's been useful. And if you are feeling like you have some stories and beliefs and you're not quite sure how to shift them, you're not sure how to create an awareness around them, then please do book a free call with me. I do offer free sessions these are an amazing opportunity for you to get really clear on what your current mindset is, how that is affecting your behavior, and your actions or non-actions. And together, we can really shed a light on the tools that are going to work for you. So, as I, like I was saying earlier, there are different things that work for different people. What is it that's going to help you to shift that belief? What is going to work for you to shift that thought pattern so that you can get into a more neutral perspective and then you can start to shift that thought pattern, that belief for a better or a more useful thought pattern and belief that is going to actually support you in moving forward? Because I promise you, one of the things I see time and time again in myself included here, hands up, and my clients too, is actually what we fundamentally believe is possible for us and is not possible for us now if you were talking to a friend a best friend you would tell that person that anything is possible you could do anything and that's true but we find it so difficult to apply that to ourselves because we've got those stories because we've got the experience because we've got those childhood stories it all impacts on the way that we see things so logically yes we want to see anything's possible and it is but we need to find a way to believe that about ourselves 100% and sometimes that takes a little bit of digging and not everything needs to be cleared i think one of the misconceptions it's is that we need to be completely healed in order to have a business we don't but some of the thought patterns that we have some of the beliefs are really going to impact on the way that we show up so the you know because i work with predominantly new business owners quite a few of the the people that i've been to, speaking to recently um, who are relatively new, you can see the inaction, you can see the the resistance to wanting to take action around a certain bit in business. And it's it's because they've got a story there. It's because they don't feel good enough going live. It's because they don't feel confident enough to be as visible. They're scared of what people are going to say about them because they don't feel that they know enough. And so I kind of just want to shed a light on that all completely normal. Like I said, holding my hands up here as well. It's something I have to do, constantly peeling back those layers, constantly understanding so that I can move myself forward. And that doesn't mean I've got it all worked out. I absolutely don't. And I think anybody who tells you they do is either lying or just doesn't understand that there's always more to understand and uncover. Um, But I think that there is something to be said for having an awareness around your stories that you're telling yourself and how that is impacting currently on your business and for some of us it's something that we don't even see in ourselves because it's so entwined with our identity and who we see ourselves as a person that we can't separate the two and that's when support comes in that's when having somebody who's objective and can see the things that you can't see can really support you in moving forward because you've got somebody looking in saying And reflecting things back for you, do you know that when we talk about this particular topic, you pull back? When we talk about pricing, I can see you tense up. And having that feedback, having that reflection enables you to go deeper and enables you to have a deeper understanding of what yours currently are and how that's stopping you from moving forward. And then the positive thing is it is possible to shift those so that you can create better thought patterns and better beliefs that are going to support you moving forward and one of the ones that I want to leave you with is fully deciding that you are in this so how can you today so I've already given you one small step about awareness around stories but how can you today really fully decide that this is for you and just see what your brain comes up with because one of the most powerful things we can do for our brain is ask ask it different questions the more we do this the more you can see that your brain will always respond with an answer. And sometimes we're just not very good at asking it questions. Sometimes we allow it just to run on, on auto. And for most of us, we all have, what well, we all have a negative bias. And so we're all going to veer slightly towards the negative side. And if we don't stop this and kind of just create a pat pattern disruptor, we're always going to veer off there. So if we can bring ourselves back into this idea of I'm fully deciding. How can I fully decide today? How can I step into this fully? Why is this going to work for me? How is this going to be the best thing I've ever done? Um, lots of different questions there. You can play with your own, but just asking those questions to force your brain to think differently and see what comes up for you. So a couple of small steps to play around with today. One around your stories and beliefs. Are they really serving you right now? Do you need to shift them? how can you do that? And then that second one about about really stepping into fully deciding that this is for you and asking your brain different questions around that and seeing what comes up with it. Okay, that is me done for today. We have lots and lots of amazing guests coming up. So I'm hoping you'll enjoy those. And I really, really look forward to speaking to you soon. Okay, take care. thank you so much for choosing to listen to this week's podcast with me, Kate Carter. I appreciate you so much. If you enjoyed this show, then please leave a review. Every month, I will pick a winner for a free 50-minute coaching session with me. Also, if you know someone who could benefit from listening to this podcast, then please share and help me reach more new entrepreneurs who could benefit from learning their own small steps to take.